Hey guys, welcome back to 5nothing100nothing.com. I am Fug It! That stands for the fittest underdog guru using intelligent tactics. And today I want to talk to you undersized underdogs about a show called 90 Day Fiance. I know, I know. It's reality TV and it's about dating. But look, we've been quarantined and at home for a while. And to be honest, if you're a student of the game, right, the game of love and self-improvement and being a better man, shows like this give you a lot of insight into how to be a better man, sometimes by good behavior, more often than not, by bad behavior. So this is definitely a story of bad behavior, but it sounds like it might have a happy ending. So to kind of catch you guys up, uh, George and, and Fisa, okay, they were a couple... And what happened was George was um, in the marijuana business, okay, and meets this woman, Anfisa, and Anfisa has the little, you know, swimsuit model body, okay, and and George is a big dude, right? He's a, significantly overweight, um, carries himself with very little confidence, you know. He's had some success in his life. He's still a young man. He's trying to build his business, right? His little empire. And what happens is, in my estimation, from his insecurity, he basically told this woman that he would give her anything she wants and, you know, inflated his wealth to gain her affection, right? To keep her. Because, you know, comparatively, if you see them in the street, you would have thought, okay, this guy's got to have money to be able to attract a woman that is in the kind of shape she's in. So what happened was George led with lies to get her over to America. And once she was here, she started to see there was a lot of holes in his story. Now, George wasn't doing bad. He was doing fine, but he was working on his purpose, his grind. You know, he was building his empire he screwed up by lying and saying, you know, oh, I'll give you the world. Come on over here. You don't need to work. You don't need to do anything. So he misled her because everybody sees her as a gold digger, right? And I see her as a gold digger too, but you have to respect her honesty. She makes it very clear on the show that she wanted money. She wanted to be taken care of. And George told her that he could do that. And then she comes over and he starts to well, well, and, you know, pull back on everything. And then finally, you know, everything hits the fan. And he's like, look, I'm not only am I broke, I'm in debt. And, uh, you know, I think he admitted to 30,000. But I'm, when I was watching it with my girlfriend, I said, if he admits to 30, it's probably 50 or more thousand in debt. Okay. So she treats him very poorly. You know, and to um, in her defense, he lies a lot to her. For, for instance, there's one situation where uh, he tells her he needs to go to the garage to get something. And he's really going to see the divorce attorney um, about setting up uh, prenups and all this other stuff. So how are you going to get away with running to the garage to grab something? And now you're gone for a couple hours. I mean, it was really ridiculous. So some of the drama he definitely brought upon himself. But, um, you know, she was uh, verbally and physically abusive to him right in front of the cameras. Now, I have no idea how he was behind the cameras. But um, what you could see is anytime she, like, turned to him or 
um, would actually go to hit him, he always flinched. And if you know anyone that's been in an abusive relationship, they tend to have those, those little, um, you get those little cues when they've been abused before is they'll be very flinchy to, you know, anyone touching them or any sign of like aggression or anything. So I found that interesting, but, um, basically I made some notes for myself so I can kind of stay on topic, but I saw George as insecure. You know, he led with promises that he couldn't keep, um, lies, lies, and more lies to cover up lies. And that's never good because eventually the truth does come out. Um, he didn't stand up for himself. You know, he looked defeated. He carried himself very defeated. You know, it was almost like an act, uh, an ox going to slaughter. If she wanted to go somewhere, he just kind of put his head down and walk and just follow along with her. And, you know, he'd get upset and rub his face and get stressed out. Um, you know, she would constantly block, um, like um, block his phone or erase his phone. You know, she had no respect for the business he was in and that he was trying to do all this stuff to make her happy and would constantly need, um, you know, attention from him. She wanted him to always be home and he couldn't do that and do his work. So there was a constant tug of war on this very toxic relationship to say the least. Um, and Anfisa, you know, um, she's not a wolf in sheep's clothing. She is a wolf and she doesn't care. You know, she showed who she was. And so for that, I can respect her. She showed who she was and, you know, she made no bones about it. You know, when her, when uh, George's sisters are like, oh, she's a gold digger, this and that. And, you know, it's like, duh, you know, and, and George is now trying to change the terms of the relationship where, oh, don't you love me for me and this and that. And it's like, well, I mean, you should have started with that stuff instead of like, you know, now that you've got her here, now you're going to tell her that you're changing the terms and everything. And, you know, she let it be known who she was and what she wanted, um, so judge it or not, that at least you can respect her honesty. At least I did. Um, you know, what you see is what you get with her. And, you know, it was George that agreed to her terms. Um, so she's not all to blame. So that's my take on it. Uh, George went in at 318 pounds when he started his prison term. And, you know, it's interesting because he hasn't really said much about any type of fitness routine from what I found in my research. But he did talk about the prison food tasting awful. And so if you're in a in a place where the food is awful for I think he was almost in for two years or whatnot, you know, there's going to be um, a lot less calories consumed because it tastes like crap. He had a lot of time in there, probably had a lot of time to think. And he probably did something fitness related. He might have just done a lot of walking. He might have done some weightlifting. Who knows what he did? Maybe fighting for his life, right? Who knows? But at the end of the day, um, seeing him um, in some of his, um, you know, post-prison interviews when he's come out, he has a rugged, like, centered look like he is confident now. And, you know, who knows what he saw in prison or how that changed him, but definitely a lot of time to think. And he seems like he's a much stronger person inside. And, you know, time will tell, you know, what happens. I know he said that he wanted to get back into um, the marijuana business. It's the business he knows. So, you know, with his conviction and everything, it'll be interesting to see what he can legally do at this point. And hopefully he stays on a good path for himself. Now, there were some conflicts in their stories where 
Um, George had said that um, once he got to prison, she basically didn't want anything to do with him and she ran off with another guy. Okay. Um, she claims in a recent interview, I think in the last day, that that's not the case, that they were already talking about divorce before his sentencing and everything, and that she decided it would be a bad idea to start the process then because she wanted to be there for him and support him through this time of conviction and then sentencing. But then she decided that she wanted to move on with her life. So she spent some time alone and then moved on with her life with getting into the fitness industry and apparently finding a new boyfriend. So my take on it is I tend to believe George uh, in this situation just because, I mean, she showed who she was and what she really wanted him for. Um, it didn't seem that she was physically attracted to him or into him. She's kind of a cold person that could also be cultural from where she comes from. But uh, I tend to believe him. Just I go with my gut. And I go with my intuition on this. Um, I think she always wanted to be here. She wanted to move on. Um, you know, it was the perfect opportunity when he was gone. Maybe, maybe she did love him at some point, but she also had insecurities and a need to be loved and have somebody around her, which was evident that every time he left the house, she was like, where are you? Come back for me. So in some ways, I think she did care about him, or maybe she was just had a greater fear of being alone. But in any event, guys, as undersized underdogs, the thing is, where did George screw up, right? Well, George wasn't taking care of his mission. He wasn't, he was on his purpose, right? Working in his industry, making money, um, hopefully doing the right things. Who knows how much illegal um, stuff was going on with his business or whatnot, but he lacked, lacked confidence and allowed this woman into his life on and lied to her to get her in his life because he didn't see himself as enough. He, if he had been honest from the beginning and said, Hey, I'm starting, you know, I'm building my empire. You know, they're very young on the show. They're not even really that old. I don't think they were 30 years old. And, you know, it's like, he should have just manned up had his boundaries and said, you know, explained who he was, been vulnerable, and maybe she wouldn't have come here. And I think he said that in a, in a few different ways uh, during the season. But he built a relationship on a lie and, you know, wanted this, you know, eye candy on his arm. And the thing is, is he lied to her. So there's a lot of gray area in this, but from our point of view, from the undersized underdog point of view, you got to look at this and say, okay, he was not in good shape. He did not feel good about the way he looked. He knew he wanted to lose weight and he did lose weight. And he talked about, you know, losing weight when he got to prison. And so all of a sudden, when you shed that weight, a lot of things start to happen. First, you have the discipline of eating better. Now, granted, he was in prison. He didn't really have options to um, to stay 300 or even get to 400 pounds while in there, right? And I think his purpose was to get in better shape. And of course, that works like a miracle on your self-esteem, right? And the, if you go from that place of being, you know, considered, or you look at yourself and you just see somebody who's sloppy, somebody who's not taking care of themselves, and you see this beautiful woman you feel insecure with her because you don't feel like you're enough for her. So that's why I believe he led with his money or the idea that he had money more than he had. So looking at all of that, I think now that he's out, he's definitely 
you know, introspective. He has the benefit of hindsight and looking back and saying, okay, here, where did I mess up? He can look back at all this footage now and see how he came off as a putz and, and lied and put up with, you know, physical and verbal abuse. I mean, she keyed idiot in his car, all this stuff. Right. And hopefully he, you know, stands his ground and, you know, never tolerates that again, but also, and uh, not to defend him wholeheartedly, but he also has to, you know, put up boundaries in his relationships, both with his family, with his, with his partner and be an honest man. And so hopefully the time that he's had to go to prison and really think about things has changed him. And hopefully you guys can learn a lesson from George from 90 day fiance and uh, don't be like George was, you know, and hopefully George is becoming a better man. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Like, share, subscribe, and I will talk to you again soon. Take care.